Welcome to ProTalks, our podcast where we chat with CEOs and founders of some of the most interesting and influential asset management companies in the world. Now we are seeing inflationary pressures and uh, typically it's in these times where the value or the valuations and value investing uh, are maybe something which are more considered. Today we are here with Liam Kutch, Management Director at European Capital Partners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. It's a pleasure to be able to chat with you. Thank you for having me. Um, so first of all, um, I would like to listen a little bit about, about yourself. So could you tell us a bit of your background and how did you end up in the financial industry? Yes, well, first you hear from my accent that uh, I'm a Luxemburger. So uh, we are talking to one of the few Luxembourgers worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, uh, I spent my whole career here in the Grand Duchy of Luxembourg. Uh, I've been born here. Um, I studied finance in Brussels. And then I took the decision to write my thesis uh, on um, multi-factor analysis of um, uh, for, for portfolio selection, for stock selection, actually, mm -hmm. and um, where I developed a, a software. And I did this together with uh, a local bank here in Luxembourg. And they decided afterwards, fortunately for me, to hire me in, uh, in the asset management department, uh, where we managed the house-owned funds, but also we gave um, advice to wealth management clients. Mm -hmm. And uh, over time, I decided to specialize a little more. And I was, uh, uh, since the start of my career, very much interested in, uh, in value investing. In, mm -hmm. uh, and um, then I had the opportunity to join uh, Nordea as a um, fund manager of one strategy, uh, the European Value Fund. So we had two managers on that strategy. I started there in 2002. And um, uh, we, uh, it was great times for managing European equities, uh, also great times for value managers, stock pickers, active managers uh, like uh, we were. Uh, so that strategy grew uh, to become a uh, multi-billion uh, uh, strategy. And then um, in 2007, uh, I decided together with the other fund manager to create our own shop uh, and uh, left Nordea, but we won uh, immediately a client, Nordea. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so we started uh, on the 1st of January 2008 in our own investment boutique, the mm -hmm. timing was obviously great. Uh, <laughs> and um, uh, so, um, but we continued to follow our passion, which was uh, stock picking, value investing, European equities. Mm -hmm. And I continued there uh, till 2014, where I sold uh, my share in the company. And um, oh, I was looking for another outfit a cocoon and uh, founded here uh, at European Capital Partners, mm -hmm. which was a company that already existed um, and uh, where I could join and develop the liquid strategy and where I'm acting as portfolio manager, chief investment officer and managing partner since then. 
And, uh, and how was for you like uh, growing up in Europe's most powerful investment management center? Was like a big influence for you? Was like, it was like when you were young, you were like, oh, I want to work in finance or? Uh, well, um, uh, initially uh, the Luxembourgers are uh, probably more a farmer's nation than uh, than a finance nation. Huh? Uh, okay. Uh, then I didn't it know became that. Uh, um, uh, a steel nation, actually. Uh, well, we was uh, the, uh, we were developing uh, uh, Arslo Metal, for example, still has, has the headquarters here in Luxembourg. Uh, so the steel industry was very important for Luxembourg mm -hmm. till till the 70s where you had uh, a major crisis and uh, then Luxembourg as a small country needed to find find other, other avenues and uh, it all started with uh, euro bonds uh, but then became more and more wealth management and the finance industry strived from there to develop also in the fund industry and became a major player so um, To, to grow up in Luxembourg was uh, like growing up probably in uh, in uh, every other part of, of Europe. Uh, saying this, uh, we uh, were pretty privileged uh, in in this country. Uh, also being a small country, multicultural, uh, on the borders of uh, Germany, uh, Belgium, uh, France, uh, learning different languages. Um, interesting so uh, <laughs> and uh, so would you say then that Luxembourg has changed much since you were a child and uh, on that note do you think like the industry has also changed a lot like since you started in the last 20 years well um, I'm now uh, approaching 50 years so to, to give the listeners an, an idea Uh, of, 50 of is the, the new 30. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so actually, um, Luxembourg has changed a lot. I think uh, we had an uh, enormous boom. Um, I think an enormous development of the population, an enormous development of real estate um, uh, here in Luxembourg. Um, I think, however, that till now the country managed to keep its... Uh, Uh, its uh, its characteristics it always has uh, with the fortress with uh, a lot of nature a lot of different landscapes um, yeah but it has changed it has grown much more international uh, when uh, when I was uh, uh, younger uh, when you entered the shop in Luxembourg you spoke Luxembourgish our mm -hmm. language. Uh, Uh, but this has now become more the exception than the rule, uh, which is fine. I think it's also helping us uh, to develop uh, in, in, in the country. And uh, so the second question, like, uh, do you think the industry has changed much in the last 20 years? I think the industry has changed also quite dramatically. Because, um, uh, well, as I explained, it all started with Eurobonds. But then it became wealth management. Uh, wealth management was also uh, clearly driven by um, uh, tax considerations once in a while. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, typical uh, clients were uh, 
well, I can't say this now, the German dentist or the, the, uh, the uh, French architect or the Belgium uh, notary coming to Luxembourg and uh, looking for wealth management solutions. And uh, I think with Europe growing and with exchange of information, um, um, the landscape has dramatically changed. Now we are, uh, it's no longer for tax reasons that somebody comes to Luxembourg. Also at the same time, the fund industry has developed. Luxembourg has become a major hub for um, passporting uh, and um, developing uh, uh, European funds, uh, either UCITS or now IFMs, uh, IFs, um, alternative funds. And, um, uh, and I believe that um, over time there has also been uh, uh, the whole um, service providers around these industries that have been developing and the country has been specializing. So you have lawyers, you have consultants, mm -hmm. you, uh, who are enabling us to, uh, to, to keep a certain standard for these products. Mm -hmm. So, so Luxembourg has indeed become an, uh, a choice also, um, uh, due to his uh, multicultural background, so and the different languages. So from here, you can look at, at the German, at the Dutch region, but uh, but also uh, at France or, or even sometimes Spain. But my Spanish is uh, Spanish is very very limited. <laughs> Well, I think it's fine. Um, you already speak in Luxembourg. People speak at least three languages, right? You said you speak different <laughs> languages, so I think that's yeah. that's really good. And uh, so you said, like when we had like a conversation like uh, a few days ago, you mentioned it a phrase that I really liked. That it was like investing was like life, um, and I like you to tell me a bit about that, like because I think it's, it was nice and and yeah. Yeah. I, I think the more I, I uh, progress uh, in the industry and, and the longer my career uh, gets, the more I uh, get the assumption or come to the conclusion that in investing, what matters most is uh, controlling your own emotions. So this is about life. Um, but at the same time, if you for invest, for example, in, in equities, we should always remember that you become a co-owner of a business and uh, there's a business behind, there are employees behind, there are, uh, when we uh, talk to managements of companies we invest in, they are responsible for many, many employees, many families behind. At the same time, when you manage money, you have a fiduciary responsibility towards uh, investors, mm -hmm. savers, so uh, it touches basically many aspects of 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 uh, of uh, life, and uh, I think it goes together. So mm -hmm. uh, disciples of uh, investing and of value investing, for example, mm -hmm. I believe are also to some extent disciples of life, and it's a long, difficult journey. <laughs> <laughs> so you mentioned just now value investing. Is it time for value investing? Yeah, well, uh, definitely uh, since the uh, great financial crisis, it was not the time for value investing. 
Um, I think the reasons are very clear and have been discussed at length. Uh, it has to do uh, with uh, central banks uh, uh, trying to push and to provide as much liquidity as they can, uh, could, and uh, by this uh, creating an environment of ultra-low interest rates. And so the price of money was so, uh, so low Mm-hmm. Uh, that uh, actually value investing, which looks at, at uh, concepts like margin of safety, at, at valuations, was not relevant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, so, so our investment style and, uh, was definitely out of favor. And, um, and I believe there are now certain things changing um and starting with um with central banks um needing to adapt to a world where we get a little bit the hangover from uh from uh, more than a decade of mm-hmm. uh, of uh, almost free money and uh and now we are seeing inflationary pressures and uh typically it's in these times where the value or the valuations and value investing uh, are maybe some something which are more considered mm-hmm. and uh, so it feels good to be more on that camp uh, right now uh, that said there have been false dawn, dawns before so uh, I think um, I think uh, if you since the trough of the market in Europe, for example, in March uh, 2009, uh, as value investor, it was a pretty long time to underperform. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and also the reputation uh, of, of value investing has faded. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, if you are in such an environment, the risk of being in value traps is even higher mm-hmm. because you are uh, in a situation where, um, uh, where actually um, uh, you try to find really the low, low, lowest valued and sometimes something that is slowly valued is slowly valued for good reason. And if you are too much into these companies, you uh, will also be in trouble. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so uh, we believe it's time again for value, uh, mm-hmm. but it's more uh, with a close look at the quality of the business, especially mm-hmm. in, in these more disrupted times than we have today. Okay, so now going to like a more like personal side of the of the conversation. Um, what do you like to do in your spare time? How do you spend your time when you are not working? Yes, um, well, being a disciple of uh, of uh, investing is also a disciple of of life. So uh, I'm reading quite a lot. Okay, uh, uh, because I believe. Uh, there is nothing replacing uh, the collective knowledge or a lot of the things uh, we experience have been experienced before. And a lot of the, what we think are the original thoughts have been had before. So, so it's all about this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm personally a family. Um, <laughs> If I uh, and uh, and uh, I spend uh, my time with my family and 
my my leisure time with my family and um, uh, while um, enjoying uh, time with uh, also not only my children but also my dog and uh, and uh, uh, trying to to walk and do a little sports but not not enough unfortunately do you do any sports like any sport that you are like more passionate about yeah i did uh, quite some sailing uh, okay. when i was younger but uh, okay which maybe is sound as surprise because we don't have a sea next to uh, to luxembourg but uh, um uh, but right now i do some some running but not not uh, not so uh, intense okay and uh, so on that note like thinking about your family and your work and what would you say success means to you well success means uh, first um, uh, i believe um, success in in the family uh, with the family uh, but also professionally uh, it means um, that i fulfill the fiduciary responsibility i'm being given by my investors mm -hmm. and um, and of course success also has to do and we are in an industry where you are being measured day by day uh, by uh, the stock market uh, it feels good if you are proven once in a while right in your investment decision so that's uh, uh, also um, a matter of uh, of uh, uh, success mm -hmm. and uh, and the older i get I probably also uh, finds that uh, good health is also uh, <laughs> uh, part of of uh, success <laughs> that's true i think if you don't have um, if you are not healthy you cannot have anything else <laughs> isn't it um and so the last the last question would be like um if do you have any advice for anyone wanting to start a career in in the financial industry or in the asset management industry in particular? I think um, uh, if, if there can be any advice and uh, it's it's difficult to provide advice, um, I believe it's uh, the first important thing uh, for everyone is to follow his passion and his heart. Uh, I think if I was not passionate about value investing, I would not have this discussion today uh, mm -hmm. with you and uh, follow your dreams even if you are out of favor at a certain stage uh, if you are convinced that something is right and makes sense um, uh, do it early on because uh, it will be so important and so much more difficult once you are in your day-to-day um, mm -hmm. uh, -day business to uh, change course and um, and then another advice I would give is uh, the earlier you do uh, as much education as you can, the, the better it comes because when you have children and <laughs> family, <laughs> it becomes more difficult and you then become also in a way more lazy uh, mm -hmm. to, to follow more education. So that's, uh, yeah, but it's a very humble advice. Huh? <laughs> no, I mean, I think it's a really good advice. We you touch like different things, so I, I liked it. So, so yeah, so we got to the end of the conversation. Uh, thank you so much for, for being here with us today, Leon. You are and, most welcome. Thank you for having me. 
And uh, yeah, it was like it was lovely um, chatting with you, and how like um, you have enjoyed the conversation as much as I did. And for everyone else listening, we will be back in two weeks. Follow us on social media and subscribe to our newsletter to be up to date. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye.